There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat, or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Right now at Safeway, shop the big BOGO sale and get all your favorite cleaning essentials. Buy one, get one 50% off. Head into Safeway and shop for select items like Febreze air fresheners, Airwick scented oil refills, Glade three wick candles, Mr. Clean antibacterial cleaner, Method all-purpose cleaner, or soft scrub cleanser. And get them buy one, get one 50% off. Offer expires November 28th. Restrictions apply. Visit Safeway.com or head into your local store for full offer details. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. Bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, let's get into today's life-giving message. Y'all ready for the word tonight? Lift your Bibles out. Let's make our confession of faith together. Let's go. It's on the screen. I am blessed because the life-giving message I am about to hear will change what I do. In Jesus' name, amen. So God, we honor you and bless you. Have your way. Get the glory out of everything that happens tonight. We thank you, Lord, that we are in this month of tikkun, which means to fix. There's some stuff that needs fixing, and we are committed to fixing it. Why? Because we will see our next 12 be our best 12. We will see what happens for us in the next year, surpass what has happened in every previous year of our lives. We are grateful that we're still in the land of the living, which means we have a pulse, so you still have a plan and for that we say thank you in Jesus name somebody say amen I'm gonna get right to it let's go to work so our series as you know is what Tikkun, what does that mean in Hebrew? To amend or to fix. Uh, Hebrew is the language of God, is the language specifically that the Old Testament is authored in, but it's the language of God. In fact, everything about God emanates from this Hebrew uh, language. And someday, here's what we talked about, how to fix our what? Our faith. Why do we spend time here, guys? Because we live by faith we don't live by talent we don't live by skill we don't live by ability we don't live by looks this is important because sometimes you'll think you'll be further than you should based on something that you don't even live by Mm. You'll think that because of your skill, you should be further than other people. Now, realizing that's not how we live. You'll think that because of your talent, you should be further than other people. Now, realizing it's not the most talented people that make it. It's the people that have the faith to do what other people won't do. And I need some of you to hear me. There are people that have more experience than you. They have more skill than you. They have more talent than you. But watch what they're not going to be able to match. Your faith. And your faith is what's going to make the difference for you. You might be the one that is not qualified according to what man says. But your faith is going to be what gets you through the door i just need somebody that knows that your faith is about to pay off to open up your mouth and give god some glory for three seconds go three y'all gonna play with me too somebody say my faith makes the difference See, it's not about the family you're born into. Some of you keep talking about, well, if I was in this family, if I was this, if I was that, if I was this, if I was that. Now, realizing none of that dictates.
dictates how we live. We live by what? Faith. We live by what? Faith. And not just Christians. Everybody pay attention to me. This is not just limited to Christianity. You cannot be a Christian and still live by faith. How do you know? Hebrews 10, 38. Now the just shall live by faith. Now watch me. The scripture makes it clear that this is the way we must live. But I taught you on Sunday that it says for we walk by what? Faith and not by sight. That works both ways. Which means you can have faith in negative and never have to see negative but believe that it is negative because you have faith in negative or you can believe them next 12 are going to be your best 12 and not have seen your best but just believe that because the word was released it's going to manifest for you say I live by faith yeah I need you to get that because some of you keep saying well as soon as I get the degree it'll happen for me what if it's going to happen for you before you get the degree Today, a company went public on NASDAQ, and a man, watch me, he now is, has, is worth $16 billion today. Watch me, because he stepped out on faith and started a company that began dealing in digital currency, and today that man became a billionaire. I need you to hear me. It wasn't his skill. It wasn't his talent. It wasn't his ability. It was because he stepped y'all are playing with me and I don't know why you're doing that I need you to lay your hands on yourself and say I'm stepping out in my next 12 yeah you've been playing it too safe for too long baby the big fruit is out on the limb the big fish are out in the deep somebody say I'm walking by faith I... now the just that's us shall live by faith it works for everybody but the scripture is specific that this is how we must do it we must live this way. Say it with me. We must live this way. Say it one more time. What do we learn on Sunday? That faith takes action. So James chapter 2 verse 17. So faith by itself, if it doesn't have works, what is it? It's dead. That is the equivalent of you saying that you're trying to get something done, yet you do nothing in order to get it done. That's like saying, listen, what are you going to cook? I'm going to cook some steak, and I'm going to cook some, uh, I'm going uh, I'm to I'm make some potatoes, and I'm going to make some asparagus, and I'm going to make some bread. Come on. Because you didn't make it a meal until you added some bread to it. Listen. I ain't no rabbit. I'm going to need some. Listen. And here's what you do. You talk about it. Everybody get excited about it. Watch me. And don't nobody go to the kitchen. <laughs> nobody turns the oven on. Nobody preheats the oven. Nobody gets the steak out. Can I be honest with you? For many of you, your faith, watch me, your faith has been on ice for years. Because all you have done is talk, but you ain't never started to walk. But I prophesy to everybody under the sound of my voice that in your, I don't know why your hands are on it. When I say I prophesy, put your hands in the air so you can receive what I'm saying. In your next 12, somebody said, I'm going to finally do it. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I need the faith to be stirred in this room. Say, in my next 12, I'm going to walk by faith. I'm taking action. You've spent enough time just talking about it. You finally got to do something. You spent enough time with vision boards and you never put the vision in the play. You spent enough time emailing other people what you're about to do and you've never done it. I rebuke the devil that makes you think you're unqualified. I rebuke the devil that makes you think you're not good enough. I rebuke what your mama said, what your daddy said, what anybody said that would be contrary to what God says. Open your mouth and say, I live by faith. I I'm about to get you shifted. I'm about to get you shifted. 
I said, I'm about to get you shifted. I'm going to say it again. I'm about to get you shifted. I'm about to get you shifted. I, your praise report is the next one on the screen. I'm, God, I need some help in here tonight. Somebody holler, I live by faith. So what, so what, so what, so what, so what, so what, so what? Faith takes what? Action. So when we say we live by faith, what we're saying is we live by actions. Wow. Wow. Because it's not faith if it has no works. Because faith without works is a corpse. It's a corpse. It's a corpse. It's like going to Dave and Buster's and you playing all them shooting games and you killing the zombies. See, for, for many of you, watch me. Your faith is, watch me, it's not even a zombie because at least a zombie comes back to life. I'm about to get your faith out of the grave. God's about to take your faith out of the grave. Your faith's coming out of the morgue. Your faith's coming off of stuck. Your faith's coming off of hole. I need to stir the faith of the people in this building and the line say, I will take action. So look, those actions start a process. All right, here's the process. Matthew 17 and 20. He said to them, because of your little faith, they were trying to do something. They couldn't get it done. So Jesus says, they said, well, why couldn't we get it done? And Jesus says, it's because your faith is too little. In other words, he says, your actions are too small. He said to them, because of your little faith, for truly, I say to you, if you have, watch me, faith like a grain of mustard seed, you will say, to this mountain. Mountain is a metaphor for a difficult situation. Move from here to there. In other words, get the heck out of my way. You spent your time in my way in 2020. You were in my way in 2019. You were in my way in 2018. You were in my way in 2017. You were in my way in 2016. You were in my way in 2015. You were in my way in 14. You were in my way in 13. But this is the year. Watch me. All I needed was to get back to one. And now that I'm back at one, baby, I'm about ready to make it happen. He says, you shall say to this mountain, you shall say to this difficult thing, get out of my way. Move from here to there. I don't know why some of y'all ain't pointing like me. I'm doing it right now. Can I get you to do it with me? Move from here to there. In other words, you have been my obstacle. Watch me my whole life. Can I be honest with you? The thing that keeps getting in your way has always been the same thing that always gets in your way. It took another form. It took another shape, but it's the same spirit. I rebuke that spirit behind the thing that's been getting in your way. Move from here to there. Move from here to there. But what did Jesus say? And it. And it. And it will move. But it's not going to move just because you walked up on it. It's going to move because you started talking to it. What did he say you have to do? Say to the mountain. And some of you, you let your mountain out talk you. I need you to learn how to get just a teaspoon of attitude. Watch me. You ever seen somebody that wasn't going to let somebody else get a edge, a word in edgewise? In other words, when they start talking, when they start talking, come here, come here, come here, come here. When they start talking, start talking. 
I hear what you're saying, but what I'm trying to tell you is this is what it's getting ready to be. See, you blocked me for the last time. You stopped me for the last time. Eventually, your mountain is going to move from here to there. I need you to be too legit to quit. I need your talk game to be so strong. He said, it'll obey you. It doesn't obey you because it knows you won't say nothing. You're too quiet when you need to be loud. And you're too loud when you need to be quiet. He says, you shall say to this mountain, this difficult thing, move out of my way. Say is in the perpetual now. What does that mean? I'll keep saying it. Here's, here's what he didn't say. And you shall have said. See, here's what you do. Sunday you speak faith. Wednesday you speak faith. But the only time your mountain hears from you is when I tell you to open your mouth and say something to it. But I need you to learn how to walk out of here on a Thursday and tell your mountain, you better do it. You better get up out of my way. You have delayed me long enough. You have distracted me long enough. You have been it. You have stopped me long enough. I'm tired of saying it. I'm ready to see it. I'm tired of dreaming about it. I'm ready to live in it. Look at the last part. Can I get everybody to say this last part, starting with the word nothing? Everybody in the building, everybody online, say it with me. Nothing will be impossible for, say your name. I need us to do it one more time. Some, listen, some of y'all trying to take notes. You might just have to take notes on the replay because I need your faith to be stirred tonight. You might just have to just put it on record and go back and listen to the podcast because I need your faith to be stirred tonight. One, two, three. Nothing will be impossible for Bishop Foreman. Nothing will be impossible for Harvest. Nothing will be impossible for Karen. Nothing will be impossible for Tremaine. Nothing will be impossible for Johnny. Nothing will be impossible for Jackie. Nothing will be impossible for Tony. Nothing will be impossible. Open your mouth, say nothing will be impossible for me. He said, nothing. Well, Bishop, I've never seen it. Nothing. Bishop, I've never experienced it. Nothing. Well, Bishop, I don't know how to do it. Nothing. Well, Bishop, I'm scared. Nothing. Well, Bishop, my mama said nothing. Well, Bishop, my daddy said nothing. Well, Bishop, I don't have nobody to help me. Nothing. Well, Bishop, I don't have nobody to co-sign. Nothing. Well, Bishop, I don't have the money. Nothing. Well, Bishop, I don't have the right connections. Nothing. This is the kind of God you and I believe in. Come on, I got to stir somebody's faith tonight. We don't serve no weak cop. We don't serve a punk. We don't serve some God that doesn't have the ability to do all things now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask. On three, I need you to shout nothing. One, two, three. Nothing. Nothing will be impossible for you. So on Sunday, here's what I taught you. Your faith increases. Because here's the deal. To keep talking to that mountain, he says, what you'll say to the mountain, it'll move. I have to keep talking to it. To keep talking to it after not seeing it move upon my initial direction requires my faith to increase. Because day one, it's easy. Day two, it's easy. Day three, it's easy. Day four, it's easy. Day five, it's easy. Day six, it's easy. Day seven, it's a pattern. 
And that's why God told him to walk around the walls of Jericho. He said, I need you to do it for six days. And then on the seventh day, I need you to do it seven times. He said, I need you to, I'm showing you how to walk by faith. Keep doing the same thing. Watch me. What happened day one? Nothing. What happened day two? Nothing. What happened day three? Nothing. What happened day four? Nothing. What happened day five? Nothing. What happened day six? Nothing. What happened day seven? Nothing for six times. But seven is the biblical number of completion. So God says, I finally got something done on the inside of you. I finally got rid of the punk in you. I finally got rid of the quit in you. I finally got rid of the giving in you. I finally got rid of the throwing the towel in you. And now I'm about ready. On three, seven, nothing. One, two, three, nothing. So look, so, but that requires more faith. Day one doesn't require as much faith as day two. Day three requires more faith than day two. See, you think it gets easier. It doesn't. You just get stronger. Let me talk over here because I ain't sitting over here. See, you think it gets easier. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. See, come here, David. You're going to fight a lion. Good. That's cute. A bear. Good. That's cute. I just learned that a grizzly bear is one of the most, uh, one of the most uh, dangerous land predators on the planet. So now I, I thought it was the lion. Check this out. The lion was David's first fight. The bear was his second fight because the bear is more lethal than the lion. <laughs> Some of you don't even understand. Your 20s was your lion. Your 30s was your... Last year was your lion. And the first part of this year was your bear. And some of you are facing your giant. But this giant is about to come down. This giant is about to come down. Down, 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 down. Open your mouth. Say nothing is impossible for me. He fights the lion. Then he fights the bear because the bear is more dangerous than the lion. You only think the lion's more dangerous because the lion is louder. It roars. The bear growls. But then his biggest obstacle was the giant. Goliath. So David says, I fought the bear. I fought the lion, excuse me. I fought the bear. Watch me. And now I'm dealing with this giant. In other words, he says, I already have a track record of faith. But notice the predators didn't get easier. They got more difficult. What's different about me is I got stronger. <laughs> don't, don't fool yourself, baby. You ain't no happy meal. You are number one with Biggie's side. I need you to lay your hands on yourself and say, you got stronger. Yeah, I never Lay your hands on yourself and say, you're stronger than you've ever been. That's why what you're facing is bigger than what you've ever faced. <laughs> so watch, so watch. The lion, the bear, the giant. Each level was bigger which means it required more faith, which means your faith has to increase. To deal with the lion, to deal with the bear, you dealt with those, watch me, and nobody saw you fight those. But now watch me, the whole nation is watching you fight Goliath. See, watch me, once you start growing, God gives you an audience. <laughs> See, nobody saw your private battles with the lion, your private battles with the bear. Watch me. But now God says, listen, now that you've graduated, watch me. I added a little pressure. And the pressure is now that there are people that are watching to see what you're going to do. There are people that are dependent on your yes. 
There are people that are dependent on your obedience. There are people that are depending on you doing what it is that you've got to do. I need you to realize, here's what, here's what God increased. Not only did the size of the obstacle increase, but the stakes of you winning have increased too. Because if you screw this up, this is your kids. If you screw this up, this is your family. You screw this up, this is your uh, wife. You screw this up, this is your future. You... But I need you to prophesy, say, but my next 12 will be my best 12. So how did David get his faith to increase? How do any of us get our faith to increase? Faith increases. How do the children of Israel get their faith to increase day by day, walking around the walls of Jericho? Faith increases through what you hear and resistance. I taught you this on Sunday. Say, what I hear and resistance. So on Sunday, I taught you faith comes by what? Hearing, hearing by the word of God, which is why I said you have got to be listening to multiple messages every single day. If the only time you listen to a message is on Sunday or Wednesday, no wonder you feel weak. Because you got to be at home cooking. And then when I get to the line and your next 12, you got to drop the spoon. Ah, and my next 12. I need your garlic bread to get a little burn on it because you were giving God praise when I said count them 10. That's all right. Chop it off. I, I need your faith to be stirring at your house while you watching TV. I need. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing by the word of God. Whatever you can perpetually hear, you will eventually believe. Which is why there are certain things I don't let people say around me. And I could care less about their little attitude about it either. There are certain things I let people, I don't want to hear that. I need you to take all that up out of here. If you don't have something good to say, leave my presence. Because watch me. Because my faith comes by what I hear. And if I keep hearing your doubt, eventually your cancer is going to become mine. And I don't have time. See, you have the luxury of failing. I don't. You have the luxury of quitting. I don't. You have the luxury of being a failure. I don't. Lay your hands on yourself and say, I don't. I don't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I don't. Can't. Not going to be able to do it. But then it comes to resistance. Lion, resistance. Bear, resistance. Goliath, resistance. What was David's biggest obstacle? Watch me. Himself. You have to face a giant just to qualify to deal with yourself. Because your greatest enemy will always be your enemy. If you can master you, you can master anything. If you can shut your tongue up, you can master anything. If you can get your body in subjection, you can master anything. If you can discipline you, you can run anything. Say resistance. So Mark chapter 9, 24, I showed you this on Sunday. So this man takes his son to those around Jesus and says, I need you all to heal my son. He's a lunatic. Literally, he is controlled by the lunar cycle, the moon, the sun. So that means when the season changes, he acts different. When the weather changes, he acts different. He's up one moment, he's down the next moment. He keeps trying to drown himself, and he keeps trying to burn himself with fire. But it's not him, it's the spirit in him. And I know it's not him because there's moments where I see the real him. Mm. Sometimes you got to watch the spirit that's in people because the it, watch me, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but there's a spirit behind them. And sometimes you need to be able to say, I need you to be quiet because that spirit in you, I'm going to deal with that. 
So look at what happens in Mark chapter 9. Uh, he, he t- the father takes him to Jesus, and, um, and uh, here's what happens. Uh, uh, he says, tell me what's been going on. He tells him what's been going on. And here's what the father says. If you can do anything, uh, have compassion on us and help us. And I showed you on Sunday that Jesus Jesus got offended, if, it, if, it, if you will, with what the man said. Because Jesus' response is, if I can. Specifically says, if you can, as essence to say, you haven't seen me heal these other people. You haven't seen me feed thousands of people with two fish and and five loaves of bread. I had a two piece dinner with five hush puppies and didn't even have the little crunchies at the bottom of the box. And I fed thousands of people and you have the intestinal fortitude to doubt me. Doubt yourself, partner, but don't doubt me. Doubt your drama, but don't you doubt me. I. I wish you would doubt God after everything he's done for you. I wish you would doubt God after how good he's been to you. So look, so look, immediately, so Jesus says, if you can believe, all things are possible for you. And here's what the father does. Immediately, say immediately. Immediately. The father of the child cried out and said, I believe. And proof that I believe, watch me, is that I brought my son out the house. With the risk of other people seeing what I have to deal with privately. Publicly. I brought him out knowing that he might see some water and try to drown himself. I brought him out knowing, watch me, risking that he might try to set himself on fire. So proof that I believe you, God, is that I brought my son out in these conditions, even after being disappointed time after time after. See, watch me. Can I be honest with you? You don't know what it took for the person next to you just to get out the bed. Come on, where the real people at? You don't know what the person on Facebook, you don't know what they were facing. You don't know what they were dealing with. You don't know how the enemy tried to get them to kill themselves. You don't know what they're dealing with, what it took. Some people will never know the price it takes to be you. Because your glory looks great, but your story is a mess. But I'm so glad that God is getting the glory out of every single one of our stories. Immediately, shout immediately. Uh, You said it loud. I asked you to shout it. Please shout it. One, two, three. Immediately, the father of the child. Here's what I love about this story. The child didn't have the ability to have faith for himself because that's all he knew because he was like that since he was a child. Which means, watch me, when you're a leader, what you're over has to respond to your faith. I will. I will. When you're a leader, what you're over has to respond to your faith. For some of you parents, your household is about to respond to your faith. For some of you business owners, your business is about to respond to your faith. For some of you husbands, your wife is about to respond to your faith. Immediately the father child cried and said, I believe. Help my unbelief. And what does this mean? It is an urgent war cry due to resistance. He's saying, God, this is a 911 situation. Now check this out. It's been like this forever, but my hope just kicked in. My faith just kicked in and said, but it could change in a minute. Mm. It's been like this for five years, but my faith just kicked in and said it could change in five minutes. It's been like this for 15 years, but my faith just kicked in and said it can change. As a matter of fact, I decided this is just how life is going to be for me. And then I came to church and heard a man of God preach and say that my next tour will be my best tour. And I decided that I'm not going to live in the gutter. I'm going to live in God's best. I, I 
thought I had to live with what the doctor said until I found out he was a healer. I thought I had to live with what my generational curses said until I found out I was a curse breaker. I thought that I had to deal with it until I found out what was available by faith. Say resistance. What's the resistance? Come here. What's the resistance? While he's bringing his son up to Jesus, his son is doing what his son does. Resisting. <laughs> Looking for the, uh, the water. Looking for the fire. He's a lunatic. He's controlled by the season. He's controlled by the day. He hollered and screaming. And watch me. And now watch me. And I got to bring him with me. No, you're going to catch it in a minute. Because for some of you, this is what areas of your life have been doing. You've been trying to get your business together for years, but it keeps bucking. It keeps acting a doggone fool. You've been trying to get stuff accomplished for years, but it keeps acting a doggone fool. But what's happening? Resistance. Because every time you pull away, I got to pull stronger. Re Somebody say resistance is building my faith. I'm glad they told you no. It made you snatch back. I'm glad they rejected you. It made you pull harder. I'm glad that they said no. It made you pull harder. Open your mouth. Say thank God for resistance. So every time his son snatched, it was resistance. But that resistance built his faith. In essence, here's what the man's thinking. Why are you acting like this? The closer we get to Jesus. <laughs> In other words, the closer we get to this being over, the more crazy you act. The closer I get to break through, the more, the more it looks like it's going to break down. The weeping may endure for a night. You know what's funny about that? Is that, watch me, at midnight, it's dark outside, but technically it's a new day. Which means something has already started. I don't see it yet, but I can sense it. I can sense it. I can. Who in the building and who online? You can sense that something's different about your life. So... I believe. Help my unbelief. So it's a war cry. Say war cry. In other words, for this father, this is war. And for too many of you, watch me. Can I be honest with you? Can, can I be real honest with you? Is that you treat walking by faith as an option. Not like it's a war. In a war, you have to win. And you can't withdraw until you can declare we've won. And you have to leave your troops there until you can say we've won. And for some of you, your troops have been stammed and watch me, but you haven't given them any orders. Come on. And you shall say to this mountain, your faith has been saying we out here, but you ain't saying nothing. Can I get you to put some faith in the room? Say my next 12 will be my best spiritual 12. Because I don't need you just having cash, cars, and clothes, and you're not a good Christian. Say what I hear and resistance. So here it is. Here's the message. So what type of resistance do we face? Here it is. Delays, diversions, distractions, discord, and deception. Longest message I've ever preached in terms of its title. Delays. Say it with me. Delays. Diversions. Distractions, Distraction. discord, discord, deception. deception. So watch this. First Corinthians 16 and 9. You can grab a seat. We're about to go to work. Don't get used to your seat, though. I'm going to have you up in about 10 seconds. You ready? Here we go. What's me? First Corinthians 16 and 9. I hope I can get past this verse. 
Because when I was preparing this word, this was the verse I got stuck at. And I basically was just going to end it here. Right? Watch me. For a great and effective door has opened to me. All right, I'm going to try this for the middle section. I saw people move over here. I saw people move over here. I ain't seen any of y'all move. I'm going to read the verse again. For a great, great means big. And effective. That means you're about to get the right results. Door, that means opportunity, an opening, a portal. Has open. What does has open mean? It's already. Open that door. Open that door. It's already. It's already. The door is already open. Open your mouth. Say he's not getting ready to do it. He's already opened it. Can I let some of you know where you're at? You're saying I'm waiting on the door to open. Let me correct you because you out of order. The door is not about to open. When you stepped into 2021, he said. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Somebody say the door is already open. Open your mouth, say it's already open. Look. I told you. You don't even recognize where you at. You ever heard the saying? People say, until God opens the door, praise him in the hall. Look at me, you ain't in the hall. You ain't in the hall. You at the door. Okay, I'm going to say it again. You're not in the hall. You're at the door. Can y'all not hear me? Is that why you ain't saying nothing? You're not in the hall. Watch me. You're not in your wilderness. You stepped out. Of Somebody say, I'm already at the door. Point to somebody say, you already at the door. Mm, yeah, listen, listen, listen. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. This is Apostle Paul speaking. Look at the screen. What does he say? A door. Say opportunity. This is why when we do giving, I say opportunity opens for me. I started saying that a few months ago. Why? So that you could position yourself with your mouth. And your giving made you skip some people in the line. Don't you hate on nobody that's at the door. They sold what you wouldn't sow. They sacrificed what you wouldn't sacrifice. <laughs> Say opening. He says opportunity than an opening. He says there's a great opening for me. What does opening mean? There's a position opening. <laughs> there's a slot on the list opening. <laughs> you were on the list for the house. There's a You signed up for it six months ago and forgot you signed up for it. But God says, I got a. You signed up for the grant and it just assumed you didn't get it because you ain't heard nothing back yet. But I came to prophesy to you tonight. There is a great. Watch me. Watch, watch this next one. I'm going to go to portal, then closure. Portal. 
A portal is interesting to me because I like that terminology. A, port, a portal, you, you get the term porter, where it was one that opens doors. Portal means it's a transition through a door. I like portal because it makes me think of stuff like um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, when, when, when they would, when they would, they go through the portal. It, it, it makes me think. It makes me think of. It makes me think of Power Rangers. And, and then they do 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 do. And then they get on their watches. And they look at they they look at their watches. It was an early Apple Watch. And they get on their watch. It couldn't have been Samsung's but early Apple Watch. Couldn't have been a Samsung because they heard clearly. And listen, watch me. They get on it and they say Zordon, Rangers. Rita's attacked. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, watch me, watch me. Then all of a sudden they stand there and then all of a sudden a portal. They would be at school and, and watch me and five seconds later they were in the command center. A portal means this is not going to be a normal process. A portal means one minute I was in Denver but the next I would... One minute you were working customer service, the next minute you run the department. One moment you were on the force, the next moment you're the chief. One moment you're the sergeant, the next moment you're the lieutenant. What? Somebody say, this is a portal. I... But then watch, watch this last meeting here. I told you this verse right here took me in right here. But then look at this. Say closure. Uh-oh. God says, I'm not opening this until I shut this. Can I help some of y'all understand why some stuff had to happen in your life? Can I help you understand why some people had to reject you? Can I help you understand why some people had to walk out? God says, I need to shut that so I can open this. Because what's in your next 12 is going to be better than what was in your... Open your mouth and say, thank God for shutting it down. Thank God. Can we celebrate every person that left you, every person that walked out, everything that didn't work, everything that said no, everything that didn't go the way you wanted it to go, every closure, every denial, every no. Somebody shout, thank you. Because God says, I ain't opening this. He says, a great closure has opened to me. And if you knew Paul's story, Paul had just gone through several seasons of betrayal. People like, there were people named Alexander, Hymenaeus. You study your scripture, you'll see these people. Uh, they were individuals that they had literally treated Paul like trash, like dirt. And Paul says, listen, there's this new opportunity opening up in Macedonia. I'm about to teach you. There's a new opportunity opening up in Macedonia. He says, and I wouldn't have been open to the opportunity in Macedonia had this not shut me down. I wouldn't even been looking had I not gotten to know. I wouldn't even been thinking about it if what I was in was doing right. Yo, they go. Somebody said there's a great closure because there's a great opening. Y'all ain't talking to me. I need you to talk to me like an army. Say, there's a great closure because there's a great opening. Can I be honest with you? It takes the same amount of faith to shut a door as it does to walk through an open one. 
Because if I shut it, I knew what to expect from it. If I, if I walk through a new one, I don't know what to expect. Look at the next part of the verse. Has opened to me. Say past tense. So, so, so listen, I need to get you your, your, your perception of where you're at. If this is a house, you've already walked up on the house. Watch me. And you don't have to knock. Your seed knocked for you. Some of y'all ain't moving. That's fine. For the rest of us, your faithfulness knocked for you. Your consistency knocked for you. Your obedience knocked for you. Your yes to God knocked for you. What you said no to knocked for you. Ooh, somebody say, I've already got the door. I Listen, it has opened. I'm not knocking. I'm not knocking. I'm not knocking. It has to me, say it's already open. Watch this next part. And there are many. How many adversaries? Many. Let me give you some deep southern colloquialisms and, and phraseology. Say it's a bunch of them. Say whole lot of them. The door is all open already. Please listen to me. The adversaries don't have the power to shut the door. I could run through this whole, this here. What is this, drum cage? Listen to me. Listen to me. No, it wasn't a joke. I really forgot what it was called. Watch. 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 Say the door is open already. Say the only weapon the enemy has is to stop me from walking by faith. That's all he got. He can't shut the door. Watch me. Your boss don't even control this door. Your family don't control this door. Your credit don't control this door. This was a door that faith opened for you. <laughs> so, so, so how? You ready? Oh my God. Oh my God. I can stop right there. Listen. If tonight you don't know Jesus Christ, I can start right there. Say, where was the door, Bishop? The door was in Macedonia. That was the new place that Paul was getting ready to expand to. Um, that, that was the next phase in Paul's journey. Please listen. The word Macedonia means, look on the screen. Can you say it with me? It's two words. High place. Can I, can, I get in your, can I get in your business? If I haven't already been in your business, then you must not have none. So just listen. But I want to get deeper into your business. You ready? God, I'm not jealous of what you're doing for so-and-so. I'm just trying to figure out what is it that they're doing that I'm not doing because I'm doing what you said to do. That you blessing somebody else. I just want to know. We're mine. Can, who am I talking to? Who am I talking? Lord, I ain't mad that she got what she wanted. I just want to know when I'm gonna get what I wanted. I ain't mad that 
you did it for him. I just want to know when you're going to do it for me. God, I, I know you're not a respecter of persons, but dog, when am I going to see something? Am I, am I in anybody's? I mean, anybody, watch me, watch me, watch me, watch, 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 watch. Here's been your thing, here's been your thing, here's been your thing. Because here's what you say. God, I've been living right. Not perfect. But now, Lord, everybody know. God, I ain't trying to be judgmental. See, y'all, y'all, you see, y'all are playing with me in here. You know good and dog on well what I'm talking about. You know good and dog on well what I'm talking about. You know good and dog on well. Because you're like, God, now nah, I'm not... I'm not, I'm not perfect, and, and I know, Lord, that the, the blood of Jesus, thank you. But I'm trying to do right. And this skeezer over here, okay, excuse me, excuse me. Y'all, y'all, y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. Y'all ain't gonna talk. We're trying to do right by you, God. And this old person over here, they ain't, they, listen, God, this is real for me. It's a game for them. I, I'm just trying to figure out if, if I may, sir, uh, sir, if I may, uh, I'm just trying to figure out, like, does somebody need to pray different? Somebody need to say different? Somebody need to do different? Maybe I need to cut my hair off. I, maybe, maybe I need to grow some hair. I, I, Maybe I need to be fake like them. I don't know. I'm just trying to. Can we be real? Some of you who maybe aren't familiar with what I'm saying. Essentially what happens is that in your present, you can begin to question your process. Anybody? Y'all waving me online. Y'all waving me online. You'd be like, God, okay, but like, okay, I'm not perfect. But you never asked for that. And I'm giving you the best that I got. What does Macedonia mean? High place. What does that indicate by inference through the use of deductive logic? That even though Paul was in a good place, it wasn't. And it probably felt like a. The longer he keeps you low, the longer he intends for you to reign high. You didn't hear what I just said. The reason you weren't a shooting star is because they go high fast but fall fast. When you get up there, open your mouth and say, I'm going to stay there. Your process took 17 years. Your process takes 16 years. Your process takes uh, two decades. Your pro you thought it'd be done in your 30s, just your 50s now. Your process is taking longer because you're on your way to your Macedonia. It's not that you're in a bad place. You're in a good place. But your next place is a... Hmm. He says there's what at the door? Many adversaries. Here's, here's, here's adversary number one. Delays. <laughs> now what have I been saying to you? Every delay is to our benefit. But doggone it, we still don't like being delayed. 
You ever been on a plane, fell asleep, woke up, and it felt like it was a long time to still be sitting talking about uh, the pilot, and I don't know why they talk so low. Every pilot. Oh, everybody, uh, this is your pilot speaking. I uh, just want you to know that uh, we are number two for takeoff, a uh, little delay pushing back from the tarmac, but uh, you know, the winds are northeast uh, coming. And uh, we should have you on the ground here in just about two hours and 30 minutes. And <laughs> all these inflections, I need you to. I like to know what he said too. I like to, listen, I pay attention to announcements. Let me not hear what he said. I said, come here, baby. What'd he say? Because I don't, I don't want to be held accountable for nothing I didn't hear. Say delays. delays. I remember falling asleep one time in a plane, and I, and I fell asleep, and then we were, you know, going to talk about it. I was like, and I, I, when I woke up, I was like, God, dog, that was a good nap. I was asleep for seven minutes. <laughs> I just woke up and knew we were going to be there. I was like, shoot, we landed? We ain't even left. That's what delay feels like. You think you should be there and you still haven't left. Yeah. Am I talking to anybody in this building? You're like, I should have been there by April. I just knew by April it was going to be done. I just knew by 2021 it was going to be done. What is the delay? Acts 16.6. So this is the Apostle Paul. This is his, he's on his way to Macedonia. And don't think that a place just means a physical place. Right, don't, don't always associate a place with a physical place. It's a place in life. Give me a physical place. Got it? It's a noun. Person, place, thing, or idea. It, 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 it is bigger than just a physical place. Look what the Bible says. They were forbidden. Forbidden. By who? The Holy Ghost. To do what? To preach. You keep thinking... If it's God, shouldn't he make it easier? If it's God that wants me to do this, isn't he going to send provision for my vision? No! People say this. I've heard preachers say this. If it's God's vision, he'll send the provision. <laughs> Show me a scripture that say that. Here's what he says. You're going to reap what you sow. Give, and it shall be given. I give you the vision, and then go so for it. You think I'm going to break the law of sowing and reaping just because I showed you something? Sounds to me like you better get to sowing. Watch me. They were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word. Where? In Asia. Anybody watch me? Asia was the next logical place on Paul's journey to eventually make it to where was he going? Macedonia. But Asia in Greek means to go outside of. Watch me. Had they gone to Asia next, they would have gone outside of God's plan, which says you're not supposed to get to Asia until Acts 19. In other words, I, listen, I wasn't saying never. I was just saying not right now. Every delay is to your benefit. I wasn't saying you ain't never going to have it. I was just saying not right now. Who can give God glory for it? Not right now. I, 
I wasn't saying you ain't never going to have it, just not right now. You ain't ready yet. You need to go through three more years of preparation. You ain't ready yet. You need to go through three more years of getting yourself together. You're not ready for what you said you wanted. I wasn't saying never. Delay just simply means not right now. You weren't ready for it. In fact, when, in Acts 19, when you do it, Paul, you're going to be so good at it, you're going to preach to all of Asia in two years and a few months. In other words, you're going to get there. When you get there, you're going to have massive success, but you ain't ready for it yet. I need somebody that can give God glory for three seconds for every delay. Go three, two, three, two. See, if you'll start praising him for your delay, he'll respond and say, I think you're ready now. I think you're ready now. Watch me. Watch me. Second adversary. Second adversary, <laughs> Jesus. I know. <laughs> it's good to me. Second adversary, diversions. So delay. Where is he on his way to? Macedonia. What's Macedonia mean? High place, which infers that his current place was a low place, although it was still a good place. See, some people don't understand why you just not satisfied. And they'll say, you're doing good. You're doing amazing. It's good. And you're like, I know this is good enough for you. But there's something in me that says there's got to be. So watch. Adversary 2, diversions. What does diversion mean? Diversion means mm -mm, you can't go this way. We're going to take you all the way around. You know what gets me about Denver International Airport? They had a whole year to do all of this construction when was nobody flying. Now that everybody flying again, somebody decided to approve some permits for construction to be going. You can't put us into no one lane trying to get to the airport because I'm not coming no hour earlier than I have to. Most you're going to get is 57 minutes early for me. That's all you get. If I don't get on the plane, God don't want me to go. Listen. Well, sir, you should get here two hours. I'm not doing that. I'm not. Just get this construction together. I'm not doing it. No, listen, you can get there two hours early. Clean the seat for me. For you. <laughs> Make the, let the Lord use you. Be a blessing for somebody else. So they have all these diversions. So you got to go all over here, all over there. You got to do all of, Then when you get in the airport, it's already a lot of conspiracy theories about the airport. It was like $3 billion over budget. That's an expensive bathroom. You get in, the, you get in there. Uh-uh, walk over here. They got all, all this stuff exposed. And I'm just saying, y'all had 12 months when wasn't nobody in here. Didn't nobody say, this would be a good time to get the construction done. Put me in charge of the airport. It would have been done in two months. Listen, say diversions. Come on, say it when we say diversions. Diversions mean there's a quicker way. But you diverted me to a longer way. And I can see the quicker way. But it's blocked so I can't pass over 
See, some of you, you could have did what you used to do. <laughs> Who am I talking to tonight? Come on, y'all. I'm ready to preach this thing. You could have done what you used to do to get what you used to. <laughs> Look at Acts 16, verse 7. After they had come to Mishia, they tried to go <laughs> to Bithynia, but the Spirit of God did not permit them. Say diversion. diversion. They drove up on 25, and the cone said, No, go this way. But I can see. But the problem is, there's this gap in between. That if you go this way, you won't go across, you're going to go down. He diverted you because there was something on the way that wouldn't have gotten you to where you wanted to go. It would have taken you out. There was somebody you may have met, so he diverted you so you didn't get into another bad relationship. Somebody say, thank God for diversions. Come on, let's preach it. So watch me. Bithynia or Mishia. Mishia was Peter's lane. That's where Peter had great success at reaching people for Jesus. That was his lane, not Paul's lane. In other words, Peter, you're grace for this. Paul, you're not. I kept you out of Bithynia because you're not grace to deal with that. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. In other words, listen, this is Peter's lane, not yours. See, I know that you think if you're like them, that I'm going to be pleased with you. Not realizing that if I wanted you to be like them, then I would have made you them. Mm. Instead, I made you you so you can do what you do because who you reach ain't going to be who they reach. Who you touch is not going to be who they touch. I'm, watch me. It's a good time to be you. It's a good time to be you. Open your mouth, say it's a good time to be me. Because Peter can't get in your lane, but you can't get in Peter's lane. Watch this next part. But Bithynia, or Bithynia if you want to say it the southern way, it means violence rushing in. In other words, if you go to Mishia, it's going to be a whole episode of The Real Housewives. It's going to be a bunch of fighting and strife and division and mess and drama. So what I did is I diverted you. There are certain places you try to get certain people you try to meet and you're like, I don't know why it won't happen. He's he's preventing some violence. He's preventing some opposition. There's some people you tried to have breakfast with. God said, mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. There's some people you tried to go talk to. God said, mm-mm, mm-mm, you ain't going to be able to do it. Ain't going to be able to do it. Ain't going to be able to do it. That's going to be messy. And I know you felt like they ghosted you, but that's me. That was the Holy Ghost. <laughs> I know you felt like they just disappeared on you, but that was the Holy Ghost. Wow. That was about to be a whole mess, and I'm protecting your name. I promise you I will make your name great, which means I will keep your name out of scandals. I will keep your name out of mess. I will keep your name out of drama. Open your mouth say, God, cover my name. Here it is, adversary number three. We only got two more left. Can I finish? Say distractions. Distractions. Acts 16 and 8. Where is he trying to go? 
Macedonia. What does Macedonia mean? High place. He has to go through all these other places to get to a high place. It's not a straight shot. It's not I-70 to Colby, Kansas. <laughs> listen, listen, just, can I just share something with you? I remember as a kid, we were driving back and forth from, well, they were driving back and forth um, to Memphis, and you get, you go through Kansas. It's the most torturous drive. Parents, if you want to teach your children, say we're going on a road trip. Don't take them all the way to Memphis. Just take them to St. Louis. And I promise, I'm going to say East St. Louis. And I promise you, they will obey you from that day forward. They can have their phones. Just make them look out the window. And right when you think it's over, it's a moment. And right when you think it's about to change, it's Simone. Back to the message. Listen, I just had to share that with you tonight. <laughs> Say distractions. distractions. All right, come, come, come. Yeah, come, come, come. Why don't you come? Won't you? All right. Now, listen. So you on your way to Macedonia. Now he going to distract you. Distract him. Oh, my. Wow. It's a whole situation. <laughs> Don't it be the flashlight cops always doing the most? Listen. All right. All right, so passing by Mishia, they came down to Troas. Y'all, this, this was the second verse that got me. We were almost done. You ready? Mysia means place of Achilles. Achilles, uh, in, in Roman, Greek and Ro Greco-Roman mythology, it really was a merger of the two. Achilles, it says that his Achilles heel, that's why it's called the Achilles heel, it was named after him, is that he had a small cut in his Achilles. That small place of his weakness became such a distraction that it detracted from all of his strength. So that even though it was a small incision in a small insignificant place in his life, it did not give him the ability to fight when he needed to fight. So why did God not let the, watch me, they had to pass by Mishia. What does that mean? They had to walk past their distraction. I need you to pay attention to say they passed by it. They didn't go into Mishia because had they gone into it, they would have gotten distracted by him. They looked at it and almost got distracted, but God. I, I, who in the building and who online can tell the truth? You almost got distracted with some stuff. You almost got distracted with a bad relationship. Almost got distracted with depression. Almost got distracted with drinking. Almost got distracted. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. Somebody say, but God. Look, distractions. I'm trying to get somewhere. It's in my way. So notice what the Bible says. They passed by. Here's the problem. Never engage. You keep engaging 
what you should never pay attention to. Let me send the message back. Stop. Let me email back. Stop. Let me cut. No, she going to learn today. Stop. She ain't never going to learn. She ain't going to change. You have to learn how not to engage things that are distractions. Just because, ooh, look, who is this texting me? L listen. Who is this on Snap? Who is this on Instagram? You have to learn. There's a button on, on Instagram for messaging. I get about two, 300 messages on Instagram a day. Yes, about that many messages a day. And I had to learn. There's a button on there. I probably shouldn't say this. Somebody I know, uh, he said, uh... <laughs> Because some people, when they come at you, they're not coming at you about purpose. They're not coming at you about assignment. They're coming at you with distractions. So there's a button on Instagram that says general. What does that mean? It ain't even going to come to my main inbox. It's going to go to the one that can't distract me. Some of you all need to learn how to put people in a general category. Listen, you ain't coming over here to distract me. You ain't about my purpose. You ain't about my profit. You ain't about my prince of peace. You ain't about my purpose. Therefore, I cannot be. Sometimes you got to put people in the general category. You're going to say, hey, listen, 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 listen. I can't, I can't engage. Because if I respond, the response now becomes, so let me respond to that. Then let me respond to that. There are certain people who push your buttons and you are so, you, you're ticklish. What do you mean you're ticklish? What do you tickle people for? A reaction. I need you to lay your hands on yourself and say, I will no longer be ticklish. I will no longer be ticklish. I'm... You're too ticklish. Every time somebody come over, they get a reaction out of you. They say stuff. You say, Bishop, they just push my buttons. Well, remove the remote. Move the remote. You can't push a button if it ain't down. Now you said, Bishop, that's funny. It's jovial. That's the point. Because when you think about it that way, it shows you just how much control you have given to people. I got to move. Place of Achilles. They came down to Troas. So what did they do? They passed by. What does that mean? They didn't engage. See, Lot's wife died when she looked back. Come on back. I want you to show everybody how to do it. It's a real simple dance move. It's a real simple dance move. Uh, uh, give me something, something dance. Give me something. Give me something. Hold on, but just dance when you do it though. Come on back, just show them how to do it. Say, I will not be distracted. Go, 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 go. Open your mouth and say, I will not be distracted. <laughs> Watch. They passed by. What do you need to pass by? Instead of engaging with. There's certain stuff I learned to just say, okay. See, when you're, when you're like me, see, I'm a leader, I'm a pastor, I'm a leader, so I want to fix 
everything. That's how my, so I had to learn how to change my nature. I had to learn how to say, listen, if I was their leader, they wouldn't have did that. So I had to learn how to say, you know what? There are certain things I have to disengage from. There are certain things I just have to say, okay, they grown. Because if I take my eyes off of the vision and the mission, he goes after the one. I'm supposed to keep the 99. Some of y'all want to be captain saved. Okay, listen. So they came down to Troas. And you got to be, you got to be, you got to watch out for Troas because it'll mess with. It'll mess with you. And so. I'm just trying to preach the Holy Bible of Jesus Christ. That's all I'm trying to do. That's all I'm trying to do. They came down to Troas. Say Troas. Okay, now watch this. They passed by Mysia, the place of Achilles. They came down to Troas. Troas, we get the word Trojan horse from. Trojan horse was worked like this. They, they sent something that they presented to be a gift. And in the gift were really warriors to take the city. They couldn't take the city, please pay attention, on, on, on a direct confrontational basis. So what they did is say, we have something we want to give you. And they said, we want to give you this, this horse. We're going to give you this beautiful horse. And in the horse were warriors. That the moment the horse got into the city, the warriors broke out of the horse and took the city. Where did they go down to? Troas. What does that mean? Trojan horse. Watch this. There are some things, watch me, that God hid. That had you, watch me, had you known what it was up front, you may have refused it. Y'all ain't going to talk to me tonight. And God says, listen, your faith wasn't ready for that yet. Your belief wasn't ready for that yet. So what I did is I hid some stuff inside of something else. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. So that when it enters your life, it will be able to possess your life. Let me, let me. Let me see if I can say it another way. Let's see if I can say it another way. He hid your miracle in a mess. He hid your breakthrough in a breakdown. He hid your testimony in a test. He, because where did they go? They went to Troas. Which means God didn't want to keep them out of there. He wanted to take them to there. Which means God says, there's some things I've been hiding from you about you because you didn't have the faith to bring it in yourself. You didn't know I was introducing you to your future. Come on here. You didn't know I was introducing you to your next. I got to finish. Can I finish? Adversary number four. Thank you, gentlemen. Adversary number four. Discord. It's a lack of harmony. Play a C major chord for me. That's C major. All right, here's discord. Somebody said, that sounds a mess. So some of y'all's house sound. Don't let your marriage sound like that. Don't let your friendship sound like that. Don't let your company sound like that. Don't let your kids sound like that. It means a lack of harmony. It, watch me. Here's harmony. It doesn't mean we all sound the same. It means we all sound together. 
hear me harvest I declare we will walk in harmony from the pulpit to the chairs every ministry every area in Denver in Atlanta every place we have a digital campus say we'll walk in harmony but watch this Matthew 5 25 Matthew 5 25 let me show you this agree with your adversary quickly you will by no means get out of there until you paid your last penny there's a difference between your opponent and your enemy there's a difference between your opponent and your enemy an opponent is in a contest an enemy desires to keep you from making progress See, sometimes, watch me, your spouse will feel like your opponent. Don't make them your enemy. What do you mean my opponent? An opponent simply means you're trying to accomplish two different things. So because we're trying to accomplish two different things, that's why we have discord. Because you're trying to accomplish love, I'm trying to accomplish respect. Y'all ain't going to talk to me tonight. You trying to accomplish getting the house clean, I'm trying to accomplish feeling like I'm appreciated for cleaning the house. Y'all... Mm -mm, let me slow this one down. I can see confusion in the room. I can see confusion in the room. Let me slow this one down. Your children at some point may be your opponent, but they're not your enemy. Why? They're trying to accomplish plan. You trying to accomplish responsibility. They trying to have a good time. You trying to make sure that time is good. Which means in this moment, we're trying to accomplish two different things. But you, there's a difference between you being my opponent and my enemy. And here's what most of us do. We take everything that seemingly opposes us and immediately make it into an enemy. So if anybody ever criticizes you, they're a hater now. They don't understand your anointing. Neither do you. Anytime your pastor says something to you, he's just trying to shut me down. No, there's a difference between covering and smothering. You've never been covered, so you don't know what it feels like. Oh, it got quiet right there. I wish one of you. You ready? Right? Anytime there's any type of correction, you make it into an enemy. And there's a difference between an opponent and an enemy. I'm trying to teach. Watch. So he says, agree with your adversary, your opponent, what, quickly. In other words, okay, listen, you're, we're trying to accomplish two different things. A problem well-defined is a problem half-solved. I'm going to say that again. A problem well-defined is a problem half-solved. What does that mean? Is that we're trying to accomplish two different things. So here's how we can fix this. Okay, what you trying to do? Oh, no wonder we, we arguing. Because I was trying to do something different. You trying to know that I still love you. I'm just trying to let you know that because I love you, we ain't living like this. I wish. So he said, agree quickly. What does that mean? What, what are we trying to accomplish here? Because maybe all of this extra and all of this science and all of this neck rolling and all, this, and all of this and all this heavy breathing, maybe it's because you may be into your enemy instead of your opponent. And so no wonder you can't walk through the door because you fighting at the door. I got to go. You will by no means get out of there. 
until, watch me, you've paid your last penny. What does that mean? Until you've wasted all your energy. You could have used walking through the door, fighting them. So now it's, it's, it's 9 o'clock and you're talking about, I'm just tired. I'm tired. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to bed. Ooh, I'm tired. God, I'm tired. God, darling, I'm tired. But you didn't do nothing. You didn't accomplish it. Now you, you're just mad. It's quiet in this church tonight. You're just mad. <clears throat> and all the while the door just opened like anybody coming in. Anybody going to walk through? But you can't because there's discord. So what does he say? But you, you're not getting out of there until you pay the last penny. In other words, here's the question. Is there a win in the way I'm fighting? I know I slowed it down. I'm going to take it back up in a minute. Some of you you know, ready to hang off the ceiling. I'm going to get you up there. You ready? Discord. C major? C major? Discord. You don't even want to hear that. That's what heaven says about what it hears in your house sometimes. We don't want to hear that. Instead, we want to hear you make a joyful noise unto the Lord. I will bless the Lord at all times. I need you to get your house in harmony. Let's pray. Say, Lord, get our houses in total harmony. Here's the last enemy. Here's the last enemy. Can I finish it? Deception. Wow. Deception. Say deception. deception. Not the Decepticons. Deception. Song of Solomon 2.15. Catch us the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vines. Our vines have tender grapes. What are tender grapes? Grapes that are ready. Somebody say, I'm ready. He's ready. Let's go. I'm ready. He's ready. Let's go. I'm ready. He's ready. We ready. Let's go. Look, but before you can get your grapes, your fruit, your productivity, your harvest, your results, before you make it to Macedonia, one of those adversaries is a fox. A fox, here's what it means, little things that have been overlooked. A fox metaphorically means it's a deceptive or cunning animal. So when the scripture says, catch us the little foxes, it's not the big stuff that deceives you. It's the little lies. Watch me that you tell yourself. Come on, come on. And when do the little foxes show up? when it's time for tender grapes which means you start lying to you when it's time for you to finally start harvesting what you've sown for you start telling yourself it ain't gonna work yes it will you start telling yourself you ain't gonna make it yes it will i need you to learn how to shut the fox up i need you to learn how to shut the fox up y'all ain't gonna talk to me i need you to learn how to shut the fox up Because your grapes are ready. Your fruit is ready. Your harvest is ready. Your next is ready. So watch this. So watch this. So watch this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. The best way. Here it is. And we're done. The best way to kill a fox 
Say, what is it, Bishop? It's a specific type of poison which cuts off his oxygen. You choke that trick. I'm just waiting on the right side of the church to respond to me. <laughs> What's me? What's me? Oh my God. I was supposed to be pre done preaching a long time ago. But I figured since you come on Wednesday that you wanted to eat more. So on Wednesdays, I normally preach longer on purpose and teach longer on purpose because I figure if you came, you came hungry. If you wanted a microwave message, you could have stayed at home. But I some people in this building and some people online tonight that say I came to get God's word and I came to eat good you eating good in your neighborhood so here we go here we go say little foxes little lies little deception little deception what they do is they go mess with the vines vines are a climbing plant which means they wrap themselves around, they climb, which means there's no obstacle they can't overcome because they'll just climb it. That's why grapes grow on vines because that way you can never stop a grape from growing somewhere. It, 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 watch me, the grape, the, the vine will find a way around whatever obstacle is there. And it'll say, well, listen, we'll have grapes on a fence. We'll have grapes on a chair. Wherever, whatever obstacles there a vine grows to. But a little fox will come and start messing with the vine. They'll start nibbling. And when they start nibbling with the vine, they interrupt the connection between the root and the fruit. So you getting good word. Here's why it ain't working. Because you got some foxes you need to. Okay. Y'all ain't going to talk to me tonight. You, you, you are getting everything you need in your roots. But the problem is you got a fox that's messing with your fruit. And I need you to shut that fox up. What's he going to do? Mm, shut up. <laughs> but listen, but listen, I'm done. Here's... What you can't do to a fox. You can't walk up to the fox. You need to stop lying. Remember, it means deceptive. It's a little lie you tell yourself. It's a little lie the enemy tells you. He tell you, hey, 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 hey. You know nobody like you, right? Um, you know nobody thinks you're good at that, right? You, you know you're never going to be better than this one, right? You know you ain't never going to break a generational curse, right? You know you're not just that bright, right? You know you ain't the best looker, right? You know, every time something gets good, you know, you screw it up. You know, that's what you do. You, you do know that, don't you? You do know your mama wasn't nothing. You ain't going to be nothing either. You do know your daddy. <laughs> Where he at? Where he go? He taking care of those kids. What's wrong with you? Hmm? What's wrong with you? 
Oh, what's wrong? You don't know what's wrong with you? I know what's wrong with you. Don't nobody want you. I know what's wrong with you. Nobody sees value in you. Why don't you just stop everything you're doing? Why don't you just quit everything you're doing? Stay at the house. What you going to church for? All you're going to do is shout. What you giving for? What you giving for? What you doing all that for? What you doing that for? What you giving God praise for? Oh, you know that don't work. You know that don't work. You know that don't work. Come over here and mess with these crystals. Come over here and burn this sage. Come on. Come over here and get these incense. Come on, y'all ain't going to say nothing to me tonight, but I'm about to preach heavy. Cause... Come on over here. You know, you really need to go, go see what the nation is talking about. Because at least they got more discipline than these weak Christians. I, you, you know, you, you, you know you, 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 I don't know why you're doing this. This is dumb. This is dumb. This is the white man's religion. I don't know why you're doing this. Not realizing Jesus was from Africa. Listen. Do your homework. You'll discover that Israel was called North Africa until they renamed it Middle East. In fact, to this day, Israel is on the African tectonic plate, which tells you everything you need to know about everybody that you read in that book. This church stuff is stupid. They all hypocrites. Ain't nobody doing right. What you doing all of that for? This is dumb. And I need you to shut the fox up. Please say that with me and please say it like I said it. Shut the fox up. Y'all want it one more time? You want me to back? Hey, hey. Say, shut the fox up. We ain't going to say that real fast because some of y'all might slip. We're going to keep that right there at that pace. Because I can tell this is my Wednesday that might just go there. Listen. It, It's the little lies he's been telling you. You're too dark. You're too dark, baby. You're too dark. You're too light. What's up, light bright? You're too light-skinned for this. You're too big for this. You need to lose some more weight. You're too skinny. You need to gain some weight. You don't have the right build for that. You don't have the right mentality for that. Nobody in your family's ever done that. Why ain't nobody ever faithful to you? He lies and lies and lies and lies and lies and lies. And then before you know it, your vine has disconnected. People don't just fall out of church. They get foxed out of church. You didn't fall out of serving. You got foxed out of serving. You didn't fall out of giving. You got foxed out of giving. But tonight, I feel like preaching right through here. Open up your mouth and say, shut the fox up. Shut the fox up. So they use this poison. They use this poison. Say poison. <laughs> Not that poison. 
Y'all, we're about to go all the way up. You ready? They use this poison. The poison cuts off the oxygen of the fox. They throttle the fox. Reminds me of this scripture. You ready? Move this chair out the way. Because here we go. Second Chronicles 20 and 22. Let me show you how you kill the fox. Let me show you how you shut the fox up. Please say it slow. Now when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushes. The word ambush means to throttle. To throttle means to cut the oxygen off. Uh-uh. The whole, the whole Wednesday night live missed it. How do I stop the lies? And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord cut the the Lord cut the oxygen. The Lord cut the oxygen. Wait, wait, wait. Uh-uh, you miss it. They, you don't talk to the fox. You don't get therapy with the fox. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me tonight. You don't sit there and call a meeting with the fox. The Bible says that you need to poison the fox. And the poison the fox, the Bible says there's one way you can do that. I need you to begin to release a praise in this building and online that's going to cut the oxygen off of every lie, off of every lie, off of, that's Bible, that's Bible. And when they began to sing, and when they began to praise, and with just the voices, go. Come on, Atlanta. I know it doesn't make sense, but it makes faith. I know it doesn't make natural sense, but it makes Bible sense. I and when they begin to sing and to praise, your praise is your weapon. Your praise, come on, Atlanta. Come on, Dallas. Come on, Miami. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Go back. It says the only way to kill a fox, the best way rather to kill a fox, is to cut off its oxygen. They literally poison the fox. And the poison, it ends up cutting the oxygen off. So that the fox can no longer breathe. Now, I need you to hear me because some of y'all, and listen, some of y'all, I just need to be honest with you as a pastor. Some of y'all make my job, you, you add a lot of steps. I just need you to go with me. Because I say release the praise and you do this, and that's good. Watch me, for the amount of foxes that you need to shut up. Because here's what happens the fox doesn't understand what to do when it hears you praising. So when you release praise, the lies start to say, well, where are we going to go? What are we going to do? And I know it doesn't make natural sense, but I just taught you Bible. I need you to shut down some deception, shut down some lies. On three, I need us to go for everything we got. One, two, three, go. Go. 
Just the voices. Y'all take a few seconds and praise them too. in your next 12 they gonna call you because of it not in spite of it If you can feel what I feel in this building, you know beyond the shadow of a doubt that the presence of the Lord is here. It's in your house. It's in your cubicle. It's in your car. I don't care if you're listening to this a year from now. It's right there. Everybody on your feet. Everybody. Everybody. 
deception Shut those generational Shut up Listen, tonight, Fox can't lie if you praise. Enemy can't lie if you respond with praise. He can't deceive you if your response is a, he can't lie to you if your response is a, I will bless the Lord at all times. He can't lie if you praise him. He can't. He can't. Tonight, if you're in this building or online and you need to give your life to the Lord and become a Christian for the first time, tonight's your night. Secondly, you're like, Bishop Foreman, I don't know where things stand with the Lord, but I want to be sure tonight that I am a Christian. Tonight's your night. And thirdly, if you're like, Bishop, I don't know where things are at, but, but I want to be sure. I may be falling away, but I want to come back to the Lord tonight. You are not watching this by accident. That's a good place to sow. You're not watching this by accident. You become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure in this building, I'm going to ask you, raise your hand when I come to three. Online, you do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. One, God's coming to get you. He's not mad at you. One, two, three, if that's you. Hand up in this building. Online, do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. Come on, even in the overflow, wherever you're at. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everybody, real quick, pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Because of this belief and this confession, I believe you are my Lord. You are my Savior. You are my Father. You are my protector. You are my provider. I yield to you, sir. The rest of my days belong to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Take out your phone, text decision at 55498. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. Text the word DECISION to 55498 to let us know about your decision and we'll send you amazing resources to help you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. The rest of your life will be the best of your life. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.